0: If you're passionate about something and you've got a really good idea and you can spot a market and there's going to be a market for it, then do it. If I give advice to Jay Zhang this oh, oh, of course he'd <laughs> want to give advice. To me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Of course he would. <laughs> Welcome back to the NatWest Business Show. I'm your host, Angelica Bell. And this week, we are joined by another dynamic duo that have taken the meal prep industry by storm. Simi and Jay founded Simmer Eats, which provides perfectly portioned, ready to heat and eat halal dishes. Now, their ingenuity, both at uni and during Jay's stint in youth football, saw them capitalise on a gap they saw in the market. And since then, they have gone from strength to strength, signing up some of the best footballing talent in the UK. OK, and reaching distribution at a national level. If food is your thing or you're looking to start a business from your home, listen up. And it's great to have them here, Simi and Jay. Thank Thanks you so much not, not at all. Now, before we get into your story, I want to ask you to share a business confession. OK, to be honest. So it could be a moment of failure that became a springboard for success or just a mistake or a bit of a blunder that was a bit of a masterstroke. Tell me your confession.
2: Um, I think the main one is that we don't actually, um, we're six and a half years in, we've never had a business plan. Um, so we seem to be going all right. Are you winging it? Well, I think everyone is really. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, hands so, up. Yeah. That's exactly, like, that is the main thing for us, that like mm-hmm. we've never had a business plan, but it's kind of been a blessing in disguise in a way. I think had we started with a business plan, we probably wouldn't have made it for the first couple of years. Um, as we've gone forward, we probably need one by now.
1: <laughs> but then you would have say that you had a business idea
0: Yes, definitely an idea. So you had a
1: seed. Yes, mm-hmm. and so you're saying the seed is is just enough yeah. for yes. you guys, and it's worked for you.
0: Yes, um, like we've changed direction so many times. We started off as just like um, selling single meals as like a take a healthy takeaway to students, mm-hmm. um, then to like family and friends. Um, we we're probably like three years in before we even um, launched uh, nationwide delivery, and now everything's nationwide delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's sh- the business model has changed a lot we've rebranded. So lots of things have changed along the way.
1: Okay, so that seed grew and just went stepping stones. Okay, so let's hear about this story because it's a good one. Um, how did Simmer Eat start?
2: So uh, when I was playing football growing up, I would often get given diets by the clubs. They were basically just bland and boring. So now I would take it home and be like, oh, mum, how can you actually make this? So I want to eat you.
1: So we're not going to name and shame any clubs, right? We? No,
2: no, we, we went, <laughs> to be honest, all of them. Um, I think all clubs are like that though, aren't they? Where Whereas like, there's a perception that healthy eating has to be boring. Oh, I'll eat this, this is fuel. So, um yeah, with mum's help, we kind of came up with recipes or tweaked those recipes to actually make them taste good. Um, so we did that. Obviously, I was just eating those meals at home, but because obviously I live with uh, Simmy, mum and dad, mum couldn't cook different things for them. So we were all eating the the diet of a uh, aspiring football, uh, which was good, uh, I think. And it's continued anyway, so yeah, uh, mm. it's good regardless. And then... Um, yeah, from then I would take my food into the clubs. Other players would see it. They'd be like, oh, could I try some of that? And then mum would just make extra and I would take him in and just give him to some of the guys. Um, and then I think it just kind of like snowballed from there where like, oh, some people were like, oh, can I buy them from you and stuff like that. Um, and then I guess kind of just carried on doing that naturally, not thinking about, oh, it's going to be a business or anything like that. Mm. And then Simi went and took it one step further when he went to university. So I'll let him explain that. I did some work experience in a bank before and I was just like everyone's spending lots of money on
0: food here um, and they want to be healthy and I was just like I could make something like three times as tasty for like a third of the price but I thought oh, I'm not going to do this because I'm just a kid like they're not going to really buy from me I need to set up a proper business all this kind of stuff um, but then when I went to university I was like hang on a minute I can actually start this here because at university like Anyone will try anything. No one like everyone's a, everyone's young. Everyone's a student. Um, so that's when I tested recipes, and I was like, I'm actually going to start properly now and really commit to to making it something. Um,
1: so you started testing recipes in your student digs. Just inside, I actually over or...
0: Christmas when I started for my exams, came home and I was like, I'm going to start this. And when I started, it, I wanted to do it properly. Um, so in Christmas 2016, test the recipes, and I was like, okay, cool. This is the recipe I'm going to take back. Finish my exams, and then. I made the, the social media page to start advertising it um, and then posted and then started speaking to my friends and everyone else was like, would you want to buy some of this? Uh, and it just started from there and then it just really pushed on and that's when it started like selling meals.
1: Then what happened?
0: And then… Let's um, not cut this short. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, here. Okay. I'm here for you. Like, okay. I'm, I'm being drawn in. <laughs> yeah. So, from that point, so that was January 2017, and I made this page, and I called it Rice and Spice, because I was just like, oh, I'll just make it. And I remember I was sitting in one of my flatmates' kitchens, and we just went into Word Art and just got like the most, like the most basic, um, uh, like, clip art. It was so bad, um, the branding.
1: Um, are you both involved in this at this time no he
2: sold it uni at this time okay, yeah right. yeah he hasn't he hasn't, uh, he hasn't, convinced, he hasn't the, convinced me okay, yet, yeah, yeah. this yeah. is <laughs> why I always say I, I'm <laughs> the
0: sole founder and I actually <laughs> changed my first
2: employee
0: <laughs> no, <no, no>. okay. <laughs> um, um, so I started marketing through Facebook and at university everyone's on Facebook um, so I made it a person not a page and started av- adding everyone but I was completely anonymous at that point in time it was just this person called Rice and Spice and whenever I delivered to someone I would get to them to like take a photo with their meal and come up with like some silly kind of of witty caption or something just silly because that's what everyone at university likes. And when I tagged them, it would, because it wasn't a page as a person it would get so much more reach and all their friends would see it like their family would see it so everyone's like oh what is this person up to and it would get really good engagement um and
2: then so
1: that's that's clever marketing as yeah, well yeah yeah a bit of a you know a little strategy ha- yeah yes.
2: yeah um but that was when like you would are you gonna say that people would just order so they could get the photo and yeah. get posted so yeah, like yeah. they didn't really even care about the food at points i would get on the bus in, to go into going to uni and then
0: like i'd be sitting t- behind two random people i didn't know where they were like oh did you see so and so on the page last night asked oh, pretty jokes and stuff like that um so it just became like a bit of a buzz thing um and then
1: so you're on the bus yeah. going to uni and you're hearing people in front of you going that's it sim- that f- rice and
0: rice and spice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did you get your picture yeah yeah so
1: i mean that's pretty cool yeah
0: that was cool i think the thing that then really pushed it further was the student um, newspaper um did like an article on it and that was like the expose um not, but like obviously i did it and wanted to like do it because I thought it would be like a good story. Um and that's the first time people really knew that it was me. And they are like, oh that's really cool. Like um that he's doing this. And then afterwards everyone would just be like, random people would be like, oh yeah, I love what you're doing, all this kind of stuff. And it was just like a really buzz thing for first year of uni. And then a couple of months in I gave Jay a call and I was like, this is going so well. I'm loving it. It's so fun. You should start at home with um, mum. And he was just like, nah, 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 nah. Just like, yeah, typical Jay. (laughs) And then um, I was just like, okay, do you know what? I'm going to start it anyway. So I started advertising saying, oh, we also deliver to, in Hitchin now, um, and if the orders came through, I'd take them, call mum, say can you cook and, and deliver it? Um, obviously I was cooking delivery delivering in Bristol, mum was doing the kitchen and I just knew that Jay would have to. You like, have no choice. Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah, going to let present. your mum do all yeah. the
1: cooking. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was no. your idea in the first place.
0: Yeah. So, uh, after a few months, yeah, Jay got involved and then, um, um, and then during the summer I finished university, like, had my summer off, mm-hmm. um, so I basically just made it my own kind of, um, internship, um, where I was just working on the business. Um, it was really fun. Um, we started marketing on Instagram and not just Facebook. Um, developed different recipes, different dishes. Um,
1: and was that with the help with your mum? Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that was all local and uh, it's just fun. It was just like, again, because we never had a business plan um, and we were all working for free, we'd buy the ingredients, sell them for a bit more, reinvest the money. We were saving up from it and it was, it was going pretty well. So it became a talking point. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that was summer 2017. Um, and then 2018 i went back to university for my second year but my whole market in first year was pretty much my uh, campus and i was just like it was a bit isolated um so i tried to pivot and um deliver to like kind of societies and cater for them or i tried we actually tried meal prep and that's where we changed from like takeaways to meal prep packages um and it's just because one day someone back home in hitchin was like ah oh, um, can I just I'm gonna order from you every day so can I just get five meals for the week and then we were like ah oh, that instead of five pounds order value that's gonna be 25 pounds it's so much more efficient like this is just what we want to do and then it got to the point where we was like we're stopping the takeaways just meal prep um and I think the big thing was like I then decided to take a year off university and um at that point I actually did again we had never had a plan but my goal for that year was by the time I'm going to take a year off, I want to make it a business that doesn't rely on me. And initially I said, because I was wanting to go into these corporate paths, um, I was saying to Jay and mum, I want to build this business so that you guys can have it. And I can then go and do whatever corporate job. And then for Jay, uh, alongside football, or after football, and for mum, she can work on that. And that was the goal really to make it like, not a huge business, just like
1: Something to support your family. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like a, a good small business, basically. And that was the only goal for that year. Um, and also, I started not have the stress of doing it anymore um, whilst doing university and internships.
1: Yeah. Wow. And then here you are now. Yeah. 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 It's a really fascinating story. And it's also interesting what was driving it. Because, mm-hmm. it, you know, obviously it was fun. Yeah, yeah you know food must have been quite central into your in your lives mm-hmm. growing up you know you know what taste and flavor is and yeah. people buy into that and you want to feed other people and also it's that community thing yeah. and then you want to provide for your family so I maybe unwittingly there was a
0: yeah a plan like, do you
1: know what i mean yeah. without being a plan
0: mm-hmm.
1: what is also an angle we should look at is this space because food is really competitive but you've held your own what do you put this down to
0: I'd say, like, for us, we're flavor first. And, like, the example I would give is, like, you know, Saturday nights, you have your cheat meal, you have your little takeaway and stuff like that. We've just got to the point now where we've stopped getting takeaways and, like, our Saturday night cheat meal is, like, simmer, but with, like, a bigger portion and extra, like, simmer brownies and, get like a bit of ice cream in there. But, like, we genuinely just love the food. And mm. it's just so, like, we're flavor first because that's what we care about. Um, and, like, we take our favorite dishes from everywhere and we're just, like, we're so lucky that we've got all of these chefs who can now, like, turn whatever we want into actual dishes yeah so yeah i think it's the flavor the authenticity um of the food and and that's i think why like people prefer us
1: within but obviously this flavor Mm -hmm. and you know love of food has Mm. been with you since you were young
2: yeah Yeah. i think that's the i guess with any business or any product yeah if you have a good product other people are going to tell other people about it and you can have the best marketing in the world but if the product doesn't taste good or isn't like satisfying people um making them talk about it to other people you're not going to grow and i think that's how we managed to grow especially without spending any money on ads it was just like for the first four or five years um just friends telling friends and as well as well it's great with food where it's like um you could take your food into your place of work heat it up at lunchtime and that's doing the marketing for you the, the smell, the smell. <laughs> yeah
1: is this something your mum taught you Cooking uh, definitely
0: yeah and, and that's the thing because like for us like like when you grow up and you don't have, like, lots of things or, like, it's just, like, food is something that everyone has. Everyone relate to food. Everyone has to eat, right? And it's just, like, it's such a shame that something that you do three times a day, like, people don't enjoy it. I just think mm-hmm. it's crazy that some people don't enjoy their food. And obviously, that's the case for a lot of people. Um, So we just thought, like, these are moments that, like, we can bring, like, joy and happiness and satisfaction to people's days. Yeah. And I always say that, like, if we're delivering to customers, like, shipping products across country you're never gonna eat a 10 out of 10 meal. you're never gonna get a 9 out of 10 mil unless you start charging 50 pound a meal and start hand delivering it um but if you can make every single meal 8 out of 10 you're doing really well um but there's no point doing like half your meals 9 out of 10 half of them or like a couple of them even if one meal in your package out of 10 they're all 10s but like one is like a four you've lost that customer um so i think the thing about it being consistent
2: is really important yeah i think at the start as well, because obviously the margins are very low. Like Simi mentioned earlier, we basically work for like £2 an hour. Mm. And because it yeah. wasn't our main thing, whereas like if it's someone's main thing, they've got the mortgage to pay, the bill to pay, then they probably would have just given up. But because for us, we just saw it as a bit of fun, something extra to do in the weekends or the evenings. Yeah. Um, I think that helped. I think the other thing also is that we were so lean as well. We had so little overheads
0: and we were like obsessive about like not taking on over, over extra overheads. So now that we're like almost seven years in and we're turning over millions a year, we're like, okay, now we can afford to hire this, like, award-winning chef on a salary. We can just, like, not even think about it, and be like, yes, another chef, bring them in, like, pay them, like, a great salary. But before we were like, oh, like, we only had like, I think like, four years in, before we quit our jobs to go full-time on the business, we didn't have any staff. Everyone was a contractor because it was flexible for us and it worked for them. So we are just super lean. If we didn't have any sales, we could dial things yeah. down yeah. Um, only when we got the unit and we had to pay rent and fit it out that's when we started having a bit more cost but even that we, we ran things very very lean um, I think obviously I'd say this but on the marketing side I think it's excellent that's what I do um, but like a lot of businesses spend a load of money on marketing to um, acquire customers but for the first we got to over a million pounds in revenue with like no marketing spend um, so we're just like very scrappy like the example of the Facebook thing just lots of things like that um, and because we we do everything. Even now, um, we do so much ourselves where like, I don't think a lot, a lot of other businesses, they were like, oh, I just want to delegate this, delegate this, hire someone for that. It's, you're not going to get the same quality as when you're doing it yourself. Mm. Um, that's probably one of our biggest weaknesses that we do so much
1: ourselves and probably should delegate more. Um, but it's a balancing act. Well, then on the flip side, you could say that's why you're doing so well. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but also yeah. marketing is an interesting one because there's so it's so reliant on it and some people mm-hmm. feel they, the pressure to mm-hmm. pay for marketing. Mm-hmm. Is it just having an eye?
0: I think it's also like a commitment to just learning and researching and like just not thinking that you know better. Um, so like when we started, started with Facebook, right? Then Instagram was the thing and then TikTok was the thing. But when TikTok launched, um, like I didn't use it for like a year or maybe two years. I, don't, I think it launched in like 2019, 2020. Like we only started posting on it properly, like earlier on this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and now it's like a big focus for us. But it's just like, I could have been like, oh, I'm not going to do that. It's for young people, etc. But like, I was like, no, we need to learn, like, who are the people who are killing it? And, like, I now speak to, like, two of the people I probably gain most from when it comes to, like, TikTok content are, like, 19 and 20. And I see them as, like, oh, I want to learn from you. And it's just, like, it's not thinking, like, or being too proud or thinking, oh, someone's young, they don't know better. Yeah. Um, so I think always learning, always adapting to new things that are changing. But also, I think because um, I, um, I'm, like, the target audience. I'm, like, I want healthy food that tastes good.
2: And I also don't have enough time to cook. Um, so I just, I guess I really understand like the pain points as well. Mm-hmm. And if uh, there's anyone listening that isn't enjoying their food, do you know where to go? Simreets.com. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. DM us on their Instagram we'll sort yeah, a discount as well.
1: Or if there's people who are enjoying their food and want more food to yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you fancy a bit of a breather?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm good going. going you're all go go. right
1: on yeah. it, isn't yeah. it? Well, I'm going to give you a bit of time now <laughs> yeah. because we're going to do trending takes, okay? Now, I've got some contentious statements based on talking points our team have found online. Um, and I wanted you to just give your opinion on it, not that I think you'll be afraid to do that. Sound think, good? So mm-hmm. we might. On no, Jay, Jay yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, carrying yeah. on you to just lay some more. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm glad <laughs> this isn't live.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is trending take one. When it comes to entrepreneurship, you either have it or you don't.
0: I think it's not entrepreneurship, it's a mindset. Um, so it's a general, like, can you work hard? Can you, like, dig your heels in? People can learn, but typically you've got that mindset from young. So you know if you've got, like...
2: I think you can learn it. Um, but it just comes with uh, a bit of experience as well. But I think there has to be something there at the start to actually want to go and do it.
1: Okay, in business, there's no such thing as a new idea.
2: I agree. Like, 99% No, there, there is obviously that small point zero 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 one percent of new but it's like many, virtually yeah.
0: yeah i'd say like oh there's some innovative like tech um, yeah. businesses who have like patents and they're going to be unicorns if they if they pay off but mm-hmm. like 99 percent of businesses are just solving an existing problem better in some yeah. way
1: yeah okay 20 take three a family business has more to lose yes
0: i would say that most family businesses won't work and i just think we're yeah. a
2: weird unique family why
1: would, why would you say that?
0: Because, like, I've seen lots of, like, people who, like...
2: Me and like, I imagine, best friends. I imagine, yeah. yeah. I imagine, yeah, I don't see any other brothers or people with uh, siblings have a, as good a relationship as me and Simi. Like, lots of our friends will always comment on it, and say, like, that. it's not strange, but it's, like, it's, it's unique. Um, and I think coupled that, coupled with the fact that, obviously, mum and dad just trust us. Yeah. Like, as mm-hmm. I mentioned, I think, earlier on, our parents have never earned more than like 25k a year um, in their whole career. Um, and then obviously after a couple of years, we, we managed to save 50,000 through doing obviously price and spice at the start. And they were like, they didn't have any issues or like, there was never a single word of like, I oh, don't invest all the money into thing. Whereas yeah. like other parents would be like, oh no, I'm taking you're it. Not like, it. You, you're not doing that. Yeah. Um. Or they're like, you, you, for example, I actually dropped out of uni before I started the business. And then I took another year out of
0: university. Like, most people's parents would be like, you're not doing that. Like, um, i actually just recently hired an intern who's really great, hardworking. And he's like, I want to do what you've done. I want to be like an entrepreneur. I want to focus on content. But he was just like, his dad's very traditional. And he's just like, You're not doing this. You're finishing your, your degree. So basically, he's working part time with us. But like, for, if that was me, I'd probably dropped out. And because our parents allow us to do that. But come back to the question, it's meant to be a hot take. And- Uh,
2: um, I didn't say rapid fire though yeah Um, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and also the reason that family business has more to lose is because if it doesn't work out people start pointing fingers like the dynamic at home will be awful Christmases will be awful all these kind of things whereas just us it's just like it's always going to be fine kind of thing
1: okay well there you have it thank you so much for your comments and if you're watching this podcast on YouTube get involved in the comments as we'd love to know what you think of those trending takes Okay, well, let's talk about funding because a lot of businesses, they need investment to get off the ground. Was that the case for you?
0: The business, Simmer as a business, has basically benefited for four or five years for like hundreds of thousands worth of free labour from us. Mm-hmm. And that's why there was money left in the business pretty much. So that's probably like helped out quite a lot. Mm. Um, us just working for free.
1: Is that one of the hurdles you face so far? You think, <laughs> oh, goodness, that was a tough time.
0: The, investing in the first unit, yeah. that was really tough. I feel like um, obviously people talk a lot about kind of um, mental health and stuff like that, but I feel like when you're like um, depressed, you're thinking about things in the past and like worrying about things as much and obviously simplification and anxiety is more when you're looking forward. And I feel like because I'm always looking forward, I'll get anxious quite a lot, but then I'm just like, I just turn that into like action. So when things happen, I don't worry about them, but I'm always thinking about the next thing. When we do things, I feel like we've invested here. Let's now push and, and like, what can we do now like we can control what we can control and just can we keep on pushing so like that was a big thing initially um so investing Mm -hmm. into the thing yeah um hurdles uh the rebrand for for me personally the rebrand like obviously because i'm on the brand marketing side the rebrand and hiring has always been really difficult and being reliant on me on that side and i think Jay um more operations like how do we send out how do you we so like what I basically say is like, I get all these orders, like, there you go, Jay. No, yeah. you need to.
1: Okay, well, let's break it down. So hiring, yeah. is, it, is it, you oh, wanted to know. get the quality? <laughs> yeah. Is it, you I know. I think the what-
2: hurdle with, uh, one of the main hurdles is like, for the first two to three, maybe four years, it was just me, Timmy and mum. Whereas like, when we then start taking on people, that is a hurdle, because they don't care as much as you, and no one's yeah. ever going to care as much as you. But like, coming to terms with that at the start, I'm paying you. Like, do it how I would do it. Um, otherwise, I'll just get someone else. There is like very few people that will care as much as you. And there are some people now that work for us that do, which we're obviously very lucky to have. And I think we have a really good team now. But definitely at, at the start, it's like we were kids ourselves. We're hiring people who are older than us. Um, so there's always that kind of aspect to it as well. And that's, to, to
0: be honest, like I feel the same way, but yeah, that's so why, It's
1: more about accountability. Yeah. yeah. You say if yeah. you're getting paid to do something, yeah. give it
0: 100%. The reason why we've done so well is is because we're quite unique in that we're young and we're, like, likable because we're young and energetic and, like, there's Gen Z elements of, like, the way we market and we involve mom and we're just kind of, like, we don't follow things that are traditional in terms of, oh, well, just because it's done like that it doesn't mean it needs to be done like that and try um, to challenge, like, the social norms and stuff like that. Um, And I think that's why people like want from entrepreneurs and expect but I think the reason behind the scenes that people don't really pick up on and why we've done so well is because we are quite old-fashioned with like our work ethic I and I think it's good that Jay um, is a lot more suited to the operations because like kitchens are quite like football um, like it's a harsh environment yeah. it's yeah. Tough. it's full on um, yeah. and that's why yeah maybe Jay's not as suited to the to the remote office w- world um, but, but that's but
1: that's nothing wrong with but, that that's, but, that's, these are strengths and yeah, weaknesses yeah, yeah, yeah. And, your, and your family yeah. so you will know each other inside out Oh, and yeah. some people, you know, we've had people on the podcast say they wouldn't work with their family. Yeah. But in this case, it seems to mm-hmm. yeah. you know, have a synergy. So what tip would you give to anyone wanting to hire people that will, you know, care about a business that n- they haven't founded as much as the the founder? Well, what I was going to say the is if you find
2: out, let me know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, um, the phrase uh hire slow, fire fast is quite a... It's quite common, but it's actually very true. Whereas like, you can tell when the first couple of weeks when someone's there, if they're going to be up to what you want. And I think it is very important not to just hire the first person that comes along. You just got to kind of take your time in hiring, go through the process, be quite diligent with it. Because I've had to hire a lot of people over the past however many years, I think I'm just like, I don't want to say I'm very good at it, but like I'm a lot better than I was. So just like repetition uh, and going through that process. So I do feel like the more you do it and the more you expose yourself to it, the better you become pretty much with everything.
0: I, I think that um, obviously having worked like big corporates and like being exposed to other startups and other people running startups, I think what we do poorly with hiring is because me and Jay have always just like been so involved, we're just like, we can't stop like doing what we do on a, week ba- on a weekly basis to then be like, ah, oh, here's like a better onboarding system. Here's better like systems in the business so they understand straight away. So that's something that we we lack. Um, but then what we do really well is that if you join a business and you can see like the founders, like Jay being like on the kitchen floor, getting his hands dirty, like being there all the time, like you wouldn't get that in another business. And the same way with me, like I'll be like, there's not a like task or job in the business that I haven't done, like from the cooking to cleaning to bins and the marketing, like writing emails and every single thing we've done it. And I think when people come in board, they appreciate that.
1: What about the difficulties with dealing with fresh food? Yeah. Oh. I thought you'd
2: like that one. Yes, that's what <laughs> yeah. My advice to anyone going into food or trying to go into food is probably don't do it. Um, and like, yeah, it is a bit out there, but I genuinely believe there are probably other businesses that would be a lot easier, unless you have a, I a think crazy it, passion for it. Yeah. Then yeah, obviously go for it. But if you're a bit like, mm, yeah, it'll be nice. I'm not sure. If you're, you, if you're, right, back this in, up.
1: Back this up. Yeah.
2: No. Like, if you're starting, I'll, I'll, sometimes I need to
1: you just laid that down i was like whoa yeah.
0: okay I, I think like if you're starting a, okay why a lot of people start a business is to eventually have freedom have flexibility do something that is really fulfilling and enjoyable um and to make money and to be better off running their own business than they are in a job um if you're doing that and you're trying to optimize and and think logically uh, rationally, you wouldn't start a food business because the margins are tight and they're always going to, like, there are more challenges. You start a business in in a sector that's probably, like, more likely to have that payoff if you're thinking completely rationally. But if you're passionate about something and you've got a really good idea and you can spot a market and there's going to be a market for it, then sure, do it. Um, that's what I would say. And, and yeah, That's what I was going to say. He just said it a yeah, bit you better. Yeah, he didn't yeah. give me a yeah. chance. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think also, like, we're really lucky because the product we really believe in, um, that we're really passionate about, working with family, doing something that's just like, um, like, I like marketing this product. I'm not sure if Jay likes operating uh, the model, but um, I, I just think it is like the perfect
2: business for us.
1: But you glad you did it, Jay?
2: No, no, definitely. Can like, like there's up. literally...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Obviously, I have lots of friends now who are still playing football professionally, maybe like League 2, League 1, even the Championship. Some, some in the Prem, but... I always feel like whenever I speak with them, they're not completely, like, satisfied with what they're doing. They get paid, obviously, very well doing a job they, or something they enjoy doing. Mm. But I think the enjoyment's now gone for lots of them. So it's just like, I could have gone down that same path, had to retire at 35, and then what do you do after that? Because yeah. um, although some of them may be earning good money, it, it's not enough to retire at 35. Because so like, the truth yeah.
1: is, and we hear it time and time again, that being professional footballer is difficult and mm-hmm. being in that world yeah. can be demoralizing especially if you don't reach your goals you play for the team you want mm-hmm. yeah. do you think that unforgiving environment jay helped you prepare for the world of business
2: yeah i think um i think it's a very harsh uh environment um i don't think there's much else that you could be like more competitive because i feel like just like uh, everyone wants to be there but like 0.01 can do it so there's like obviously a lot of knockbacks it's probably the only well one of the only careers i can think of where people, fans, pay money to go and watch you and they can swear at you, they can say whatever they want to you and it's just accepted. Um, so like, if you can go through that and you can be fine with that, which obviously I was, like, to be honest, I quite enjoyed it. Um,
1: Did it spur you on? Sort of, you
2: yeah, yeah. I, I like, I like the fact that people can just say, say what they want.
1: I want to talk about one of the keystones of your business who isn't here. The mm-hmm. Third co-founder.
2: Yeah,
0: we always say that mum's the third co-founder. Um, and to be fair, we should have brought her along. It be fun. Yeah, I, and, would, and I thought, her. Yeah. yeah um, mum yeah we miss you <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest she's always just like, like she would have been like oh why didn't you invite me um, just
1: tell her I wanted yeah, her that it was you too I will do
0: yeah, yeah it's Jay i from the <laughs> Um yes mum
1: so let's talk about her and you know how she's helped you along the way
0: yeah like if if it wasn't for mum like the business wouldn't be here mm-hmm. and I know people are thinking oh she's saying it to be nice and stuff like that but like because and again I'll say this about me and Jay like our skills, like, we don't have any... Obviously, we have skills, but, like, there's nothing, like, that we're, like, unbelievably talented in, I wouldn't say, but it's just that we have a good attitude and mindset, and I think mum's got a really attitude, good attitude and mindset as well. Do you got that from her? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely say, like, the elements. Um, and yeah. The, and dad yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mum and dad. Yeah, I yeah. think they've got a good attitude and mindset, um, but... I don't know if I can say this, but, like, I feel like I... without Without sounding, like... Yeah, coming across in the wrong way. But I feel like I always like, we have a really weird dynamic in our family where, like, I'm the one in charge, even though I'm the youngest. So, like, I'll be like to mum and dad, okay, we need to do this, we need to be better, and stuff like this. And, like, it's just a weird dynamic, but it really works. And they, like, really respect me, and it's really nice. And the same thing with Jay, where I'm scrapping the wick with him sometimes. But, like, and this is when we come back to that, like, odd environment. Like, I wouldn't do that in front of other people, really. But it's just like at home, we'll be like, okay, we need to be better, all this kind of stuff.
1: But you're all got the same objective. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but I think also, love
0: yeah -hmm. Yeah. and trust i think trust trust is is a really big thing where like no one like it's really weird but like no one knows what the goal of the business is even the people working in the business even me and jay mom no one knows i think there's just this element of like well it's gone well so far everyone's happy like i don't think anyone's like oh are we we gonna get paid next next month or is business gonna be around like everyone's just got confidence and belief that it's gonna go well and I guess I'm just like obviously I'm thinking about these things all the time, but I'm not just like here's where we're going. I'm just like, this are the targets for this week, this month, this year, and I think everyone's just got that belief and and in the business, in the brand, in the team that it's going to go well and yeah, I uh, uh, confident it will do.
1: Now, one of the most beautiful aspects of your story is that you want your mum to retire. It, when is that going to happen? What you know, or is she just so ingrained in the business now? That she's like, do you know what, I'm with you boys.
2: Yeah, um, so it's actually happened already. Um, ah! So there was a period, I don't actually know the date, I think it was a couple of years ago now. It was
0: 2019, so I think mum turned 49.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think when we started the business, it was always with the intention of having... Because mum, again, I wasn't in the supermarket, but she basically just worked in the supermarket her whole life and had done so since like, I can remember. Yeah. Um, and we wanted her to have a, a job that she enjoyed doing. And Simi jokingly said one day... Um, I probably won't be able to find you a job that you enjoy doing so I'll just start my own business and you can work for that but this was like years before we started the business um obviously the business has grown and grown yeah Uh, it wasn't actually that long yeah it
0: it was like I, I remember saying it was um 20 like 14 15 so actually like two or three years yeah um where like mom's like super content like really happy like one of the most happy people and like doesn't like want for anything really um and you know what she just loved like spending time with us working the business having these new challenges it's so exciting of her and we've got to the point where like you don't need to work at the supermarket anymore um you can handle your notice you never need to like work for anyone else again and then she's still working for the business for a little while and then it just got to the point where like i said to her like a couple of years ago um before i even quit my job like you don't need to work anymore like you can spend your time doing whatever and you're like you're retired. and she was just like oh okay and she was like
2: like, she just wants to uh, always do stuff though so yeah she's like, she'll even if she's not required it doesn't need to be like out there in the kitchen doing stuff like she'll find yeah. her way there yeah she, she'll come in do stuff speak to the people bring people drinks when it was hot the other day bring people ice creams from the shop just kind of these yeah. like mum oh, things yeah so now she's like she's gone from having two kids so she's got like 20 kids at the unit now <laughs> um yeah she and she always like when we sit on the sofa watching
0: stuff like we're watching youtube on the sofa and like because we've served like some pretty like big youtubers and she'll be like do we serve him do we serve her and she would like let's send them out me so i was like mom it's not that easy kind of <laughs> thing um but yeah and also like she'll see stuff online or like she'll see like the street interview content i do she's like when am i gonna come and do that as well and uh yeah it's just um she she basically picks and chooses what she does now so,
1: well yeah. next time bring her on yeah, yeah. Gonna come. so behind every good set of sons yeah. is a fantastic mom and dad yeah anything you'd have done differently and something better
0: um, I would say that whenever people say this, any regrets, I always say, like, no. Like, I try not to regret things and in we'll the future. But, so <laughs> but I would say the one thing that I would say is, like, no specific, ah, oh, we should have invested in this thing or that thing. Um, it's just doing things sooner. Um, because, like, let's say TikTok, for example, well, why don't we start a year earlier? Like, I only regret not doing things sooner um, or investing in a great piece of equipment that we've done now or in certain chefs. Okay, we couldn't have done it from the beginning. Obviously, we have to have the money to do that but definitely sooner. Um, you can always do things like six months earlier, 12 months earlier, three months earlier. Um, yes, I would just say doing things sooner, being even more proactive.
1: Do you know what I quite like as well is that you are very self-facing. You think, actually, this is, you know, things that we're good at, things we're not, and we could have done this. You're very open about that, which will help you in the long run. I think. Yeah. Now, if you could give some advice to your younger selves, what would that be? If I could give
2: advice to Jay's younger self, oh, I'd oh, say... Of me. course he'd want to give advice <laughs> to me. Of course he would. <laughs> You're going to like my advice to me. Go you first. I think for the first couple of years of the business, although I obviously did trust what he was saying and doing, I would just be reluctant to do it because it was him. Whereas if like, if someone else told me to do it, I'd probably just do it. So I think uh, my advice to my younger self would probably listen to him and accept it a bit earlier, which uh, he's, exact- not saying, he's not saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my advice to yourself, <laughs> to listen to me earlier.
1: Should we do, Well, you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Rapid, rapid fire. fire. Are you <laughs> ready? But not
2: so rapid fire.
1: <laughs> Who is your business inspiration?
0: I would say I don't really have a specific
2: one, and it'll be like our future selves. Um, so, like he's stolen my answer. <laughs> me in five years. It's <laughs> mine. Okay. Because I don't really have a inspiration. Y- yours is actually mine. No, no, no. It's no. me now. No, 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 no. no. So it's <laughs> me now. <laughs> right.
1: This is yeah, rapid. rapid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What do you most enjoy about owning and running your business? Oh, just
0: autonomy. Um, to do things that you think make sense. Not to be lazy, but to do things that make sense.
1: One thing nobody's talking about in business that they should be.
0: Profitability. I guess they ha- have more recently, but like not just raising lots of money. A sustainable business. Favourite business hack? I think time blocking to get more done.
1: One tip on how you stay motivated during tough times or setbacks?
0: Um, just remembering that we started with nothing, really. Yeah. Um, and it's like where we are is a blessing. Like it's, it's a great position to be in. Like...
1: Yeah. Where can people follow you online to know more about you and your businesses? I'll let them do that.
0: Yeah, at simmer. Eats on Instagram and TikTok and then Simmy Dylan on LinkedIn and Simmy Dylan underscore Instagram. <laughs> I and,
1: not, and, I not, we'll <laughs> just put them up. We'll, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> we'll just, just put don't them worry up. About Make Jay. it easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, thank you so much yeah. for taking time to talk with us today and telling us about your story and just how it's grown from nothing with no business plan yeah and thanks to you guys for listening especially those looking to kickstart their first adventure now if you still haven't hit follow and subscribe please do so you can stay in the loop with the latest episodes and if today's episode with Simmer Eats has got you thinking about going into business well NatWest have you covered with tools and information on their website to help you take those next steps.